Good morning and praise God. I welcome you to our morning devotion. And uh, before we continue, uh, let's have uh, a short prayer. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we want to thank you for this new day that you have given us. We are glad and rejoice in it. And we want to thank you uh, for uh, the way that you've been with us this night and the reason as well. We want to thank you for what you have ahead of us today, how we pray that you're going to read us, you're going to guide us by your Holy Spirit, that uh, we will walk in your ways and uh, we will bring praise and glory to you, even as we share from your word. We are praying that you open our eyes of understanding, that we may know that which you are speaking to us this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, my name is Joseph Gishuru. Uh, by the grace of God, I'm an in training at uh, Crisco City Church. Uh, today I want us to talk about uh, how to handle a crisis or a big challenge where you are there and uh, it's really a situation where you really don't know what to do. It's a crisis situation because the, 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 the situation is beyond your control. You don't know what to do and uh, here you are just uh, there wondering how do I pull out of this? And uh, I, I know uh, we, uh, we will read a very familiar scripture, but sometimes we need to keep reminding ourselves of uh, these scriptures that uh, tell us how other people have handled situation so that uh, when we are going through our situations, we can also draw a parallel. I know all of us have crises at one point or the other. Uh, you may have reached a point and uh, maybe you are not sure now what to do. Uh, maybe it's in business, uh, everything has come crashing and uh, you are wondering now what will be my next step be. Maybe you have lost a job and uh, you are looking at uh, your savings and uh, what is in your hand and you're wondering now how do I deal with this? Maybe it's a family situation, a child has gone wayward and uh, you are wondering how do I handle this? This situation is beyond me. Uh, when I look at all that uh, uh, is uh, all the arsenal that uh, is in my hands, I cannot be able to fight this, it's too much. And uh, we will look at uh, Jehoshaphat. Uh, there are many examples in the Bible, but uh, I want us to look at Jehoshaphat. Uh, in Second uh, Chronicles uh, chapter 20, he was a king in Judah. Uh, we will read uh, a couple of verses, but uh, in your free time, I would encourage you uh, to read the whole of Second uh, uh, Chronicles 20. Let me, I will read from verse 1. After this, the Moabites and Ammonites, with some of the Munites 
came to make war, war on uh, Jehoshaphat. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, a first army is coming against you uh, from Edom, from the other side of the sea. It's already in Hazazon Tamar, that is Enigendi. Alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. The people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. Then Jehoshaphat stood up in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem at the temple of the Lord in front of the new courtyard and said, O Lord, God of our fathers, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nation. Power and might are in your hand, and no one can withstand you, O our God. Did you not drive out the inhabitants of the land before your people Isla and give it uh, forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? They have lived in it and have built in it a sanctuary for your name, saying, If calamity comes upon us, whether the sword of judgment or plague or famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name, and will cry out to you in our distress, and you will hear us and, uh, and save us. And, uh, uh, but now here are men from Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, whose territory would not allow Israel to invade when they came from Egypt. So they turned away from them and did not destroy them. Uh, see how they are repaying us by coming to drive us out of the possession you gave us as an inheritance. Oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power to face this first army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. All the men of Judah with their wives and children and little ones stood there before uh, the Lord. And uh, uh, I will continue uh, after we uh, look at one point. Uh, and uh, uh, the, there are a few things I want us to get from this. Uh, of course, the first thing is about inquiring from the Lord. And uh, we see this in first uh, 3. Alam Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord. He proclaimed a fast for all Judah. And uh, we see that all the people came together from every town in Judah to seek God. And uh, it was uh, such a corporate uh, uh, prayer and fasting because we are seeing all the men of Judah with their wives and children and little ones stood before the Lord. So uh, inquiring of the Lord, I mean, every time uh, you are faced with a situation, uh, this is a situation that is beyond you. But we know that there is no situation that is beyond God. And that's why uh, we inquire uh, uh, from God. And uh, uh, there are too many examples of people who inquired from the Lord. So I do not want to be able to point. Uh, every time we are faced with a difficult situation, we call upon the Lord. Psalms uh, uh, 3, verse 4. Uh, to six says, to the Lord I cry aloud, 
and he answers me from his holy hill. I loud, I lie down and sleep. I wake up, I wake again, uh, because the Lord sustained me. I will not fear the tens of thousands drawn up against me on every side. So we cry unto the Lord, we inquire of the Lord. And uh, if you look at uh, what Jehoshaphat did, uh, he went to the Lord and uh, he was reminding him of uh, who he is. I mean, uh, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over all the king. He was uh, appreciating the mighty power of God. Power and might are in your hand and no one can withstand you, O our God. And then he was also reminding him how they have ended up in the situation. So you can, uh, it could be a job situation. Uh, you are telling God, remember how uh, you made way for me to get this job. Remember the way you opened a door for me to start this business. Remember, these are the children that you gave me. Remember how I have brought them. Uh, in the ways of the Lord. So uh, you are able to remind God of uh, uh, how he has worked with you and uh, also who he is and his great and exceeding power. So uh, the first point is about inquiring from the Lord. But I want us to go a little bit uh, back and see that uh, we have to be uh, properly positioned to inquire from the Lord. And my number two, and uh, which can actually be uh, a number one, is about past investments. Uh, many other times we want to inquire of the Lord. We want to go to the Lord in prayer, in fasting. But uh, uh, it may be that uh, there is a, a very little investment that we can draw upon. And uh, when you look at Jehoshaphat, you can see uh, when he became king in uh, Second Chronicles uh, chapter 17, we can read first 3 to uh, 6, that uh, in first 3, the Lord was with Jehoshaphat, because in his early years, he walked in the ways his father David had followed. He did not consult the Baals, but sought the God of his fathers and followed his commands rather than the practices of Islam. The Lord established uh, the kingdom under his control, and uh, all Judah brought gifts to Jehoshaphat so that he had great wealth and honor. His heart was devoted to the ways of the Lord. Furthermore, he removed the high praises and the Asherah poles uh, from Judah. He had walked uh, righteously before God. He had removed uh, uh, the idols, the high praises. He had removed the high praises and the Asherah poles from Judah. And these were things that really made God uh, angry. And uh, any king who would come and remove them uh, would uh, stood in uh, uh, favor before God because these were detestable practices uh, of uh, the communities uh, neighboring Israel and uh, Israel kept uh, falling into this. But uh, he has had done very well. We've been told 
that he walked in the ways of his father David. Uh, he did not consult birds. So, uh, as we talk about uh, inquiring the Lord, have you made the investments? Uh, is it that uh, you have been uh, seeking help from Baal? Uh, and by Baal, I don't mean uh, that uh, God, that others, uh, idol that was being worshipped that time. I mean, have you been seeking help from other powers? Have you been going to uh, Wagangas? Have you been uh, relying on uh, uh, on uh, paying blights to get things? And now here you are seeking the Lord. What investments have you made in God? Uh, what have you done for God? Uh, uh, for those who have been following us, we've been uh, uh, doing Bible study on the book of Ephesians. And uh, in chapter 2, we are looking at how that uh, we get... Uh, we get saved uh, by grace through faith, and uh, it is not by works. So we don't need to do any work to get saved. But after we are saved, it is expected that there will be works uh, because uh, we are God workmanship, uh, created to do good works. So God expects good works, and we are seeing the good works of Jehoshaphat. Uh, there was a time uh, he didn't do very well because he added himself with Ahab and God was not uh, very happy with him. But uh, then uh, when uh, a prophet, Jehu the seer, came to him and uh, 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 admonished him on what he had done, he turned back to God. Uh, we see in chapter 19, uh, verse 4, on once, but uh, we may not lead many verses. Uh, and uh, Jehoshaphat lived in Jerusalem, and he went out again among the people from Bathsheba to the hill country of uh, Ephraim and turned them back to the Lord, the God of their fathers. He appointed judges in the land, in each of the fortified cities in Judah. He told them, consider carefully what you do. Because you are not judging for man, but for the Lord, who is with you uh, whenever you give a farthing. Now let the fear of the Lord be upon you. Judge carefully, for with the Lord our God there is no injustice or partiality or bribery. So uh, Jehoshaphat, even after he had uh, uh, sort of gone down by associating with the people, the, the wicked king of Islam. He was the king in Judah. And he went back to God and uh, turned the people back to God. And uh, he wanted them uh, to uh, walk righteously before God. That uh, even when he appointed judges, he wanted them uh, to judge uh, uh, in righteousness, judge carefully. For with the Lord our God, there is no injustice or partiality or bribery. So, uh, as we talk about investments, consider what have you done? Maybe uh, God gave you that job. Have you gone and turned people back to God or turned people to God because maybe you went there, there was no fellowship? Have you gone there and introduced one? 
uh, was it that uh, people needed uh, to uh, pay a kickback to get uh, an LPO, to get an order? And uh, now you have come there and you have straightened up things. Was it that uh, it used to take in that government office, it used to take uh, three days to get service. Now, since you came, uh, service happens uh, within a day. Uh, is, is it that uh, only companies that uh, were aligned uh, uh, to uh, certain people were getting jobs, but now you have opened up the place for everybody? Are you there? And uh, uh, you are helping the less fortunate. Are you doing something for God? Uh, these are the, the, the good works that God wants for us. And these past investments uh, qualify us to get uh, answers as we cry to God in our distress, in our crisis situation, in our challenging situations. Uh, because uh, uh, even in chapter 19, uh, uh, when he had sinned, uh, Jehoshaphat had sinned, he was told, because of this, the love of the Lord is upon you. There is, however, some good in you. You have laid the Lord of Asherah pools, and you have set your heart on seeking God. Uh, can we do something for God? Can we be the right wherever we are? And uh, even as we come to a crisis situation, God will uh, look at us favorably because uh, we are already well connected with him. I, if you could picture a situation where, let's say, a child has gone wayward and uh, uh, they, they are in trouble, when they go to the father, they don't have as much confidence in the help that they will get from their physical daddy. But uh, for a child who has stuck with the father and uh, has uh, uh, followed uh, the good guidance of the father, uh, when that child is in trouble, he will go to the father, and we are talking about the physical father, and uh, uh, when he goes there and uh, takes the problem, uh, the, the father will bend backwards and ensure that uh, he sorts out that uh, child because uh, uh, that is an obedient child. That is a child who is doing good works, uh, a child that uh, he's proud of. And so as we are born again, let's not be there just there doing nothing for God. Let us do the good works uh, because crisis situation will come. And when they come, uh, we will approach the throne of God with confidence, knowing that uh, we are relating appropriately with him. And uh, uh, the third thing is uh, to recognize that the battle belongs to God and uh, uh, we can read just a little bit further uh, we had reached verse 13 then verse 14 then the spirit of the lord came upon jahaziel son of zachariah the son of benaiah the son of jail jail 
uh, the son of Matania, a Levite, and a descendant of Asap, as he stood in the assembly. He said, Listen, King Jehoshaphat, and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this first army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing by the pass of uh, seas, and you'll find them at the head of the gorge in the desert of Jeruel. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your position, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out and face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. So uh, prophecy came. Uh, that uh, uh, God will fight for them. And uh, uh, we have talked about uh, this uh, in past sharing, but uh, for the sake of those who may not have been with us, we have said that uh, God fights for us supernaturally, but uh, he also gives us uh, strategies that uh, we can use to fight, and uh, he will be with us. He said he will never leave us nor forsake us. And so when we say that the battle belongs to the Lord, uh, it's not to mean that all the battles are fought supernaturally. Uh, what it means is that uh, uh, the solution is in the Lord. He may uh, give us the strategy to fight, but he may also fight supernaturally. And this is what he did uh, for Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah. And uh, the prophecy here has just said that uh, uh, they will not have to fight this battle. So there are battles the Lord will not have you fight. He will just fight for you. And uh, you will just see the victory. And uh, what happened, uh, we see in... Uh, uh, verse, uh, uh, verse 22, as they began to sing and praise the Lord, uh, and praise uh, the Lord, the Lord said, Abishes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. The men of Ammon and Moab lost up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and, and, and he highlighted them. After this, they finished slaughtering the men from there. They helped to destroy one another. So this was God fighting for them supernaturally. And God will sometimes choose to do that. But sometimes he may give us the strategy and then we will go and fight uh, using that strategy. And uh, uh, he will be the one uh, uh, fighting for us uh, through that uh, wisdom that he has given us. And uh, uh, maybe the final point uh, that I'll give because of time is uh, that uh, we need to get out against the enemy. Uh, and uh, we, will see, we see that uh, in verse 20, early in the morning they left uh, for the desert of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat, so... so uh, what happened is, uh, though God had uh, said you fight for them supernaturally, they still uh, did not just sit in the camp and wait uh, for, just, for God to 
uh, just go fighting for them. They, uh, there was some action, and we see that in verse 20 to 22, which we are not going to uh, read uh, uh, because of time. So they went out to face the enemy. So uh, even for us, when uh, it may be a big battle and uh, we are not able to fight and uh, God has told us you fight supernaturally, he still expects us uh, to take a step of faith and uh, do the simple thing that he wants us to do. Uh, you know, uh, if you read like Second uh, Kings chapter 5, Naaman was told to dip himself seven times in the Jordan. And uh, he didn't want to do it. It was a simple thing that uh, God wanted him to do. And uh, for uh, Jehoshaphat as he, and his men, God wanted them to do a simple thing because he was fighting supernaturally for them. But uh, when Naaman finally obeyed and uh, went and washed himself seven times in the Jordan, his flesh was restored and his less plosy was healed. You find that in Second Kings chapter 5. You know also the story of the four lepers. They had to move for God to amplify the, the, their steps. Uh, so as uh, they were moving, and the Lord caused the Armenians to hear the sounds of chariots and horses and a great army, so that they said to one another, uh, look, the king of Israel has had the Hittites and Egyptian kings to attack. So they got up and fled. So what I want to say is that uh, even when God is fighting for us uh, supernaturally, he will quicken us and tell us uh, of something small that we need to do. And uh, unless we do that small thing, uh, the crisis uh, or the challenge may not be uh, sorted out. So there's no room for in inertia. We need to move. We need to go uh, the way God is telling us to go and not just to remain seated and doing nothing. And uh, 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 we'll leave it there for now. Uh, let's appreciate that uh, when we have the right standing, we have made the right investment, uh, then we will inquire uh, uh, from the Lord and uh, uh, he will uh, prompt us uh, to do something and uh, when we move he will deal uh, with the situation and uh, uh, we say that the battle belongs to him because he is the one who gives us uh, the strategies uh, to fight or in the alternative, uh, fights for us supernaturally. So uh, may the Lord help us to go through uh, the crisis situations that we have. If there's something that uh, has come to your life and you're looking at it and wondering now, how do I deal with this? Uh, just like King Jehoshaphat, you can uh, have reached that position where you, when you look at it, you say, uh, I do not know what to do. Yeah, I have no power to face this situation. Uh, let your eyes be upon God, as we see in verse 12, and seek God. And uh, he uh, will give you the way to uh, face the situation 
And uh, as he has told us that the battle is his, uh, he will fight the battle. Uh, there's nothing too hard for our God. So even what looks impossible to us, it is not impossible to God. So let's pray as we close. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we want to thank you for your word this morning. We thank you that Lord God Almighty, uh, as we face uh, various difficult situations, as there are crises in our lives, things that uh, we are unable to handle, uh, we don't know what to do, uh, we have no power to face them. Lord, uh, uh, help us to always uh, have our eyes on you, that Lord, uh, like Jehoshaphat, will inquire of the Lord, and uh, you will come for us, and uh, you will show us uh, what to do, that Lord God Almighty, uh, we will even stand still, as the people are told in uh, uh, verse 17, and uh, uh, we will hear what you are telling us, and uh, we will follow you, and uh, you will fight our battles, O God. That, Father, even when you are fighting for us supernaturally, we will recognize the fact that uh, there is still some action required from us, and uh, we will not remain uh, there doing nothing, but uh, we will uh, walk faithfully before you and do that which you have called us to do, O oh God. And so, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will help us uh, there could be many among us who are going through a very difficult situation. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you're going to intervene for them, O oh God. And Father, that you will fight their battles uh, where they have reached their very end, O oh God, as their eyes are on you, as they seek you in prayer, in fasting. Lord, come for them and uh, 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 fight their battles even supernaturally, O oh God. We want to thank you for your word, O oh God. Your word uh, is there to encourage us and to help us uh, to continue uh, this journey of faith that we may be successful in our endeavors, O oh God. May you help us uh, to learn from this word every day. May you help us even to put uh, investments in the kingdom that even as uh, we are faced with difficult situation, we are able to draw even on the investments that we have made uh, uh, before, O oh God. And so, Father, help us, grant us a good day, lead us and guide us in all that we undertake this day and in the coming days, and all the glory and honor shall be to your name. We want to appreciate you for what you've done in our lives and you continue to do. May you be glorified and magnified because we pray, trusting and believing in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Have a good day.